Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. I keep America, you keep America. We'll keep America great. I keep America, you keep America. We'll keep America great. Keep America, you keep America, we'll keep America great. Welcome to the Bob and Eric Save America podcast. My name is Bob Dunlap. And my name is Eric Matheny. Thank you all for joining us on this beautiful Saturday morning. Hope it's nice weather wherever you may be if you're listening. Uh, hope it's good weather as well. Guys, thank you so much. A uh, couple of sponsors before we get started. Want a, a big hat tip and definitely direct you all to PatriotPropagandaApparel.com. PatriotPropagandaApparel.com. Great t-shirts, witty, funny, fun conversation starters. I was just at the gym this morning. Uh, this woman's got this great Trump shirt on. I love seeing stuff like that. It's like finding people that are on your wavelength. I love it. <clears throat> Definitely be part of that because you know they call us the silent majority, and the silent part is the issue I, I have with it. You know, we we are the majority. I agree, but the silent part we need to stop being silent. I think that's very true in this day and age as we get to some of the topics we're going to cover today. But patriot propaganda. A promo code Eric10 for big discounts on great t-shirts. I have a closet full of them. They are fun. They're exciting. They're witty. They're just great. So Patriot Propaganda Apparel. And last but not least, certainly last but not least, you got to get BeerVet. You got to get the BeerVet coffee. You got to get the energy drink. Now, just a little side note. Uh, my wife and my oldest went to a, a Disney trip for his middle school yesterday, and they came home at 4.30 in the morning. So naturally, I'm up at 4.30 in the morning, and I wanted to go to the gym and work out before my day began and before we go and sit here and do this broadcast. So I didn't have any coffee in the house this morning. So I had Beard Vet Energy, a little bit of water, a couple of squirts of that, and I was ready to go. No crash, had a great workout, felt great, still feel great. 
Uh, no insulin crash. I mean, it's not loaded with sugar. These are natural substances that your body needs that help the energy uh, keep going and persistent long energy. So like at 430 today, I'm not going to be like, oh, I need a nap. So beardvet.com, beardvet.com, use the Eric and Bob promo code for huge discounts on the coffee. And I am a big fan of the energy drink. Now, Bob, there are two main topics I want to touch on today before we get to our guest who's running for Senate in uh, the state of Michigan. Um, the first is I guess it's becoming more thematic in American culture is we have this, uh, you know, regardless of your thoughts on the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is uh, what it is, but we have a parade to celebrate the Super Bowl, to celebrate the Chiefs winning, and they have a parade in Kansas City, Missouri, and lo and behold, there's a mass shooting. There's a mass shooting. I believe now, well, here's the thing. I can assure you, and I, I am by no means a fan of Ann Coulter, but I will refer to the Ann Coulter rule in the fact that I can I can assure you with you know 99% confidence that the shooter does not look like me, does not look like you. If if he did, we would know their biography, the names of their parents. You'd have CNN would be lined up at their parents' doorstep. We'd know their backstory. We'd have their internet search history. We'd have a manifesto if they had one. We have none of that. We really don't know who it is. Uh, from what I'm gathering, it looks, I don't know if it was an illegal. I know there were reports about that. What we do know is that it, it may have been gang-related. May have been gang-related. And that would also explain how you have that initial surge of outrage and then it slowly goes away. It slowly dies. Look, violence is a bad thing. Gun violence is a bad thing. But notice when they report on it and when they gloss over it. And yeah. that's the problem with the mainstream media. That's why you have guys like Tucker Carlson who are getting 150 million views for his things that he puts out on Twitter. And even you and I getting getting huge numbers where CNN and even Fox uh, – Per, mere percentages of that, if any, because the mainstream media can't be trusted anymore because the mainstream media is corporate media. Corporate media has an agenda. They have a story. They have a narrative that they want to sell to the American people. And their narrative is that guys that look like you and I, guys who think like you and I, are dangerous to the fabric of this country. We are the greatest threat. We are whatever label you want to apply. And we're the ones committing the mass violence when really statistically, that's not entirely true. Inner city gang violence is a problem. That is a real problem that I feel just gets glossed over time and time again because it doesn't advance the narrative that uh, conservative white males are, are the greatest social ill we're facing. It is the complete opposite. And we got to give a hat tip to the fans that tackled the three guys. Nice job. Great job. I mean, you want to talk about to toxic masculinity. I mean, putting right. your putting your fear aside to go tackle uh, potentially an armed person, uh, take them down with no weapons. You, you got to give your hat uh, hat tip to that. So that's really remarkable. But I think, you know, ultimately they're going to have to disclose the information because there's going to be a prosecution. But if it's a gang shooting, do, and here's the thing, you can always tell, because the narrative will shift. If it's a guy who looks like you and me, it's some some white guy, and do white guys commit violence? Of course they do. Every you know, violence, violence is not partial to one you know, race or gender or group of people. I mean, we as human beings are, are naturally violent, and you couple that with, uh, I think we have a huge epidemic of men mental illness in this country, um, added to which we have these events, and, and people go out, and they see it on TV, and they want to be a martyr. They want to have their cause, and they go out, and they commit these acts of acts of violence. Um, but that being said, you know, if it's a white guy, if it's a white guy with the MAGA hat on, 
<laughs> certainly, certainly, or it doesn't even have to have a MAGA hat on a white guy with a you know some kind of manifesto. It's going to be white supremacy, white males, white supremacy, white males. If it's not, if it's a you know Muslim terrorist, if it's black kids, if it's trans, it's the guns. It immediately pivots to the guns. Now I'm sitting here, and less than fifty yards from where I'm sitting, probably less than that, um, I have a stash of, of firearms, my personal firearms, long rifles, handguns, you name it, I have it, and they have not injured a single person. Not today, not ever, uh, nor do I anticipate they ever will. So it's not the guns, because you got to realize one thing, that the lawless don't respect the law. It is illegal to commit violence. It is illegal to commit murder. It's illegal to commit mass violence. So if the government says we're going to pass more gun laws, first and foremost, we have gun laws. Uh, first and foremost, murder is illegal. These crimes are illegal. You and I are law-abiding citizens. We're not going to go out and commit crimes. The people that are willing to go out and commit mass violence are not going to abide by the law. So if you if you impose more laws, it's not going to do anything for guys like you and I because we're going to abide by the laws that are already in place. But the they people that are... They don't care. They want our guns and then they're going to take over the country and kill us all, pretty much. I mean, I I guess I don't know if I, I would put it put it like that, but I, I think you're, you're honest. Like, certainly disarming the public because... Yeah. You know, you have more guns than people in the United States. And I really think that's the only thing that's keeping the government from just overstepping the bounds to which they want to step. Believe me, if they could control every aspect of our lives, I think at this point uh, they would. And certainly, you know, COVID was that good indicator. You give a mouse a cookie, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to want a little more. We gave, you know, Gretchen Whitmer, uh, Newsom, uh, Cuomo in New York, we gave these governors just a taste of power and they went mad with it. Certainly if they had that ability and if they knew that there wasn't the possibility of an armed uprising, which by the way is enumerated in our Second Amendment was the very purpose of the Second Amendment to give the citizenry an opportunity to defend itself against a government that becomes too powerful. I, I think that's the one thing that's preventing them from taking that next step and, and pretty much imposing full-on socialism, which there is more and more a push to do. Uh, but if they do take all the guns away, you and I are going to be disarmed, but the criminals are not. So we're going to be sitting ducks. Yeah, and they know this, and that's their that's their plan, sitting ducks. Uh, so I want to bring someone in right now. I want to bring in Michael Hoover. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Hoover is here, and Michael Hoover is running for Senate uh, from the great state of Michigan. Michael, we were just talking about you. We were talking about your governor a minute ago. Michael, welcome to Bob and Eric Save America. First time on the show. Uh, for our listeners and viewers, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are and what office are you running for? Well, I heard you say uh, be a red hat wearing guy, and so I reached over and grabbed, grabbed one of my hats really quick. <laughs> threw it on so I could be part of the uh, circle of uh, trust. So uh, I'm uh, Michael Hoover, Hoover for Senate, running for the uh, United States Senate in the uh, great state of Michigan. Who is uh, who currently holds that seat? Debbie Stabenow. She's uh, retiring, which is great news. It's wide open. Okay, it's it's wide open. Are you facing any primary challengers? Oh, yeah. I've got a couple of guys that uh, love Biden and McConnell and, um, you know, Mitt Romney kind of guys. Mike Rogers is his name. And uh, he's a, uh, you know, national state uh, kind of guy where he wrote CISPA. He was for the Patriot Act. Um, he was wrapped up in Benghazi with his wife because uh, she got elevated into a job for um, 
national foreign foreign intelligence, and uh, suddenly out of, out of nowhere, her company Aegis started receiving billions of dollars in contract when he was chair of the intelligence committee. So the last three years, he's been a useful uh, tool for the uh, Democrats uh, against uh, Trump on CNN. Called him uh, called him a uh, thug. Called him uh, a guy that was using Russia propaganda, and now he's for Trump. So that's the mm. guy I'm running against. Yeah. Oh God. You know, it's it's interesting. I've been I've been watching that ever since. Uh, so I imagined then was during the primary was he for DeSantis? He didn't say. He was really careful. He he kind of hung back. But early on, uh, before he said Trump will never get the nomination. There's no way. There's no how. And uh, I don't see it. It can't happen. And then uh, now he's, he's gung-ho Trump uh, every other day. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of people who were outspoken about Trump. And, and and by no means, I you know, I'm not the kind of guy who demands fealty or 100% loyalty. I'm not, I'm not of that camp. I think anybody running for office puts themselves at the mercy of the public and should be open to criticism. And I've criticized Trump 100,000 times on this show, and I'll do it 100,000 times more. What is, it, Same what here. I, Same what, here. I have and, too. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate that. And nobody is, is beyond reproach when it comes to politics. But there are people out there, politicians, pundits, influencers, whoever who kind of put their finger up and go which way is the wind blowing and i'm going to go in that direction and you right. can't trust people like that i'd have more respect for somebody who was uh, firm in their beliefs whether it aligned with my beliefs or not so certainly yes. uh hats off to you for for calling that out i um, called him out for the cares act i called him out when he shut down the country i called him out on covid and the, on the vax and uh you know those are things that i think if he was to do over you know he would i also have a little bit of empathy for the guy because he was in a situation where he was surrounded by people that he was trying to trust. He wanted to trust. You know, if you tell someone tells you you're going to kill 100 million people if you don't do something, you know, that's that's a heavy load to carry. But uh, that, but then, unfortunately, he went through with all the spending. So that's where, you know, I think he understands now that uh, the people that he had around him were all the deep state. They were all the, the national security apparatus. They were your your people that are, are controlling our country right now. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's so sad to have our FBI, our CIA, and all, all these people that are controlling the, the narrative and the propaganda and the information and the people around him. So I think this time around with Kevin Roberts, my good friend from the Heritage Foundation, they're going to make sure that Project 25 and they have right people around him and certainly myself as well. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I, and we got to remember when it comes to COVID and COVID accountability, hindsight is always going to be 2020. I mean, we can Monday morning quarterback anything. We can sit there and go, well, I would have done it this way. And, I mean, you can take, don't even take COVID, just take events in your own life and go like, what was I thinking at that time? Why didn't I do it this way? We, we have those internal dialogues all the time. So I think with COVID, and I remember, I'm trying to put my mindset back in the thick of it, like when it first started, I think a lot of us didn't know what to think and went, oh, my God, we, we, we better wear a mask. And, and then after a couple, like a week or two, we're like, oh, OK, this is a bunch of nonsense. So I think you're right. And, and I want to give the benefit of the doubt. And certainly I hold my leaders to a higher standard. And, and Trump did not get everything right on COVID. But nobody did. No, and Bob and I have said that we've beaten that dead horse on the show. Nobody did. I don't care if you're Ron DeSantis, Trump. Christy Nome. I don't care. Nobody got it right. But there was a time when the wolf should have been pulled off all our eyes. And I think for most of us, it was. But being the president and having your trusted advisors tell you, sir, you're going to kill 100 million people unless you do this. You have to think about that decision making process. And there's a reason why 
we elect leaders in this country and we don't have like some big council of citizens to try to figure it out because frankly, we're not in a position to, to do that. So I think that certainly the decisions made, uh, whether we agree with them or not, we can understand it. But I think one of the main reasons people are really looking forward to a second Trump term actually has to do with all of the lawfare, the slings and arrows they've been throwing at him, the indictments, the lawsuits. I mean, the last couple of weeks, $400 million in judgments. I think, and Michael, tell me if I'm wrong, I think that that only strengthens people's resolve to vote for him because we want to see a scorched earth Trump in in 2024, and we know that we're not going to get that with any other candidate who hasn't been through what he's been through. Absolutely right. You know, there's there's he's the only one that's battle tested, and there's a reason why you have every single uh, person lining up to to not only to destroy him, but they you know, certainly they want to kill him. I hate to say that out loud, but it, it's a fact. And so the man is uh, weathers the storm. He's going to go through some more storms, and you know that all these things that they're doing now, they they could have done them years ago, uh, but. When he was uh, friendly, you know, with this uh, group of people in New York that just took him to court. Of course, they didn't touch him back then. One of the things I'll share with you is that um, we have a relationship. Uh, we have multiple relationships in Detroit. We actually took in a uh, teenager uh, from Flint. Uh, we had four children and uh, we saw a kid that needed a home. So we brought in a, a black teenager from Flint and uh, gave him a home. He's now, by the way, a, a Division One uh, coach for New Mexico State, so he's doing great. But we have access, of course, now to the black community. And what they are saying is two things. One, he's one of us now because he's been arrested for something that he didn't do. And so they, 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 can, they relate to them. And they go, look at him. Look at people. Look at how they're going after him uh, because they're trying to take him down because he's not one of them. And so the, every single time they go after him, this just elevates Trump to be more not like them, not part of the establishment. So um, it's going to happen. It's going to come in a big way. What I'll say this, though, we don't know yet what is going to happen in 2024. We know this is going to be the wildest year I think most of us have ever lived. Uh, including COVID, because they're going to do everything they possibly can not to let this election take place or to uh, have some kind of major impact on it because they know we're going to win. We're going to win here in the state of Michigan. We're going to win big in a lot of other states. We're going to win the White House, the Senate, and uh, hold the House as well. Can I ask a question? What uh, What's your background? Yes, yeah, sure. So uh, I'll kind of give you my three minute uh, view uh, version. Uh, my mom and dad both were factory workers. Uh, I came from small town, uh, Irish Hills, Brooklyn, Michigan. And uh, when I was 17 years old, I was a pretty good football player. I got my letter from Bo, camped to Michigan State, and a former girlfriend came and told me she was pregnant. She didn't want the baby, but she had the baby. And my mom and dad offered that if I wanted to keep my baby, that I could bring uh, the baby home to their uh, to their house. I did that. I was a senior in high school. I was 17, turned 18, and uh, brought my beautiful baby girl home. I had a new girlfriend, and she was kind of monitoring the situation. Uh, tragically, she lost her dad when she was five. And so when I made the decision that I was going to keep my baby she said i'm with you and uh, we got married two years later she helped me raise her we had three more children so now we have four we have nine grandchildren i then got a uh, went to school at northwood university we, we actually lived in the city of detroit because i had to take care of my family i went to work for a manufacturing operation myself eventually we moved up to midland i got my degree from northwood university that's the uh, free enterprise college and then i got a job at the dow chemical Co- company which um, i got into a leadership position where I transformed. Uh-oh. <laughs> what happened there? 
Your your audio, your audio, you sound like uh, ET. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to pull them out. It's the, deep state. it's the deep state. They're hacking us. Let me see if we got them back. Michael, are you back? No. There you hold on. Hold there you go. See, go ahead. No. Let's bring you uh bring you out and come back in. Guys, again, we hold this stuff together with duct tape. Sometimes that happens, the uh, the connection. But I, I'm I'm liking this guy, man. I, I yeah. think that he uh, blue he's collar, of, yeah. he, blue collar. He's one of us. He's uh, yeah, he'll come back in. He blue collar. He's one of us. Let's see if we can bring him back. Oh, he just left. He'll come back. Um, I I like guys like that. I like seeing guys like that who um, who have a a background that we can relate to. And he's he said something, man. I've really. I've kind of made it a point not to talk about too much, um, namely because I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, you back? Yeah. How about now? There, yeah. there you go. Now you speak like a human being. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes we were saying that sometimes <laughs> that happens. You, were talking gonna... about you started the Dow Chemical leadership position. Yeah. Go back to that. Yeah. So I got into a leadership position. I have. I helped uh, transform the front end of our cars. That uh, got me the Dow President's Award. That's the highest honor that you can get. The automotive industry recognizes our team with the most innovative use of plastics. My wife and I, uh, we just uh, we couldn't stand still. So two years later, we took another leap of faith and we created a business that uh, serviced companies all over the world that wanted to get into the automotive industry from Taiwan to Europe, uh, certainly here in the States. The best story is a company out of Troy, Alabama, KW Plastics, Kenny Campbell and Wiley Sanders. Good old boys. And uh, they flew us down there and they wanted to see if we could take their plastic waste that they are collection, uh, collecting all over the country and get it to, so we could engineer it into the use of automotive parts. Took us about a year and a half. We got it done. We've recycled now over 500 million pounds of plastic bottle waste into the production of car parts. That's the equivalent of 3,000 landfills, 200 million gallons of oil, thousands of jobs. Waste management's a good friend of ours. So uh, we went on to create three other companies. We own a recycling center. We got into a franchise that serviced most of the state. My wife loves old homes, so I love old homes. She's the talent. I was the muscle, and uh, we just lived the American dream. We take care of a little orphan girl over in uh, Kenya. We've been doing that for the last eight years. Uh, we took care of kids in Detroit. Uh, we felt the homeless uh, during COVID. When they tried to shut us down, we said, no, thank you. And we had 10 trucks on the road, and so our customers would put groceries on the front porch, and we kept taking them over to the uh, homeless shelter in, uh, in Lansing. So we've always tried to give back, and, uh, you know, we, we grew up not with, you know, not having much. And uh, we started off, and we both had uh, tougher lives. But they know what that does. It just makes you tougher. makes you work harder. You know, my, my wife was five years old when she lost her dad, and so she became a helper to her mom. And now that woman is the, the, the strongest, toughest, uh, best woman I know in the whole wide world, and she kept me straight. So nice. if she can do that, she, she's pretty she's pretty well put together. And that's, that's you know, we were talking about it a minute ago. Like, you know, we like seeing people like you run because you're not a politician. You're, you know, a blue-collar guy. You're one of us. You came up the hard way. Tell us what when did you make the decision to go from private life to honestly like i i can't say i admire you or envy you in any sense because what you're about to get into um i yeah. think congress is just dysfunctional i mean i take my hat off to anyone who wants to get into it for the right reasons what made you look at that institution and go i want to be a part of that 
folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So actually, it, it came from the outside. Uh, I had employees actually ask me to run for governor here in our state, but it really wasn't my time. But I, I'd always felt a bit of a call. And I really was hoping and praying that our, our career politicians would get it together, that they would balance the budget, you know, they'd get us out of the forever wars. Uh, they would patch up Social Security and Medicare. They would take care of our border. But they just keep failing and failing and failing. And so when I felt the call from, uh, honestly, uh, Sam was one of my employees and a few others said, why don't you get involved? Uh, then I, I knew that was the right thing to do and I actually had uh, friends and family say, say the same thing. So when I jumped in, you know, uh, we jumped in about a year ago and I knew that I would have a longer runways because I have to get my name out there. But as the good Lord would uh, do it, he opened the door to the Family Policy Alliance which is social, at the Social Conservative Conference. And then I met uh, Roger Savino and Kevin Roberts at the Heritage Foundation. They said, hey, you're one of us. Why don't you come uh, and speak in, um, at our event to the 50th anniversary? So I, I got to do that. And then there was a, a lady that was on the uh, board for the Council for National Policy. She said, you're our kind of people. Why don't you and your wife come to our event? So I did. So then uh, Freedom Works found me and said, we're going to do a fundraiser. So come down and join Chip Roy and Tom Massey. You know, that's part of our circle and you're part of that circle now. Come on down. So we did. That was at the down by Trump, actually, uh, in, uh, on, uh, at the Breakers and uh, West Palm Beach. And then um, Club for Growth had us in, the uh, Beckett uh, for uh, Law for Religious Freedoms. That's the guys, the people that protect us at the Supreme Court. They also had us in. And then we've got um, the Freedom Caucus. Uh, we've got some people now that have endorsed us. So we are, you know, things are just moving along and we've been all over the state. And, you know, we look for opportunities like this every single day. And, 
we love America and we have to protect it. You know, I've been protecting my family my, most of my life and, and here to protect the American dream. My wife and I, got to, we got to live the American dream and it's uh, incumbent upon us to protect it for the next. So when I felt the call, you know, I, I armed up and um, I've been in Rand Paul's office, J.D. Vance's. I met with uh, Rick Scott, Tim Scott. I had dinner with Rafael Cruz. So these are the right people. And if we get control, if we can, if we can our lock up, we can go fix this country. Nice. And you I, I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, Michael, how how's the RNC treating you? Are they helping you? Have they offered anything to you? Nope. They uh, they they jumped in with uh, my com competitor because he is from there. I mean, he he's bought and paid for, um, and that's what they want. McConnell and team they want somebody that is going to vote for them and with them. Uh, so he's for the war in Ukraine. You know, he's he's he wrote the Patriot Act and he wrote CISPA. This is what spies on us. This is what grew, you know, grew government out of control. Uh, I think the uh, debt went up 500 percent while he served in Congress. So, you know, that's that's sad. But uh, that's, you know, the Republican Party still has a bit of a divide and a split in it. You know, on, on one side, you know, you guys got like J.D. Vance and Rand Paul and the other guy on the side. You guys got like Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell. And this is it's, that's what this guy is. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. And and you're Bob, I don't think we've ever on in the five years of this program have ever spoken to a grassroots non-establishment candidate who received any support financial or otherwise from the RNC. We no, I mean, a, a, anybody, no matter who it is, if you're not on the inside, if you're not one of them, they're not going to help you one bit. Um, and we right. you know, even even if you make it all the way to the general still, we've talked to grassroots candidates who have been fortunate to make it to the general and, you know, nothing. They they kind of gloss over that and look at it as, as a lost seat. Now, let's you know, assuming we win, assuming uh, you win, assuming we win the House, we win the Senate, we win the White House. What's on the agenda? Describe the first hundred days of a Trump presidency. I love that. So, um, you know, Project 2025 is excellent. Trump, of course, he has it on his gear, too. The first thing we have to do is um, make it a, a state of emergency at the border so that we can go down and lock that down. That has to be the very first thing. Then we have to start uh, seeking out and finding all the people, all the uh, non-citizens uh, and get them uh deported out of our country because we just don't know why they're here. Some may be here for good reasons, but unfortunately, we you know we didn't get to do an American approval for them. So we're going to we're going to have to take care of that. Uh, the next thing is, is that we need to go and uh, have a conversation uh, with Putin and uh, get that war under control and, and start to uh, bring it to closure uh, because we don't we don't need to be spending uh, fuel in another forever war. And uh, this is a war that we could have prevented in the first place. We goaded it in, goaded uh, Putin into it, just like we didn't want we didn't want his missiles in Cuba. You know, he doesn't want our missiles in Ukraine. And uh, the guy will, you know, he'll kill his own country to defend um, to make sure that doesn't happen. So we've got to just go and and undo the damage that Biden and his team has done. Um, the next thing is we got huge debt on our hands. Our spending is out of control. We all know it's the biggest, uh, you know, non talked about issue, and that's Social Security and Medicare. We take out three times more money on Medicare than we actually put in. We're paying out 15 to 20% more on Social Security than we put in. So uh, a couple of stakes in the ground so that all your listeners can know that uh, you know, we're going to take care of people. My mother-in-law, my mom depend on Social Security. 
And if we don't get this fixed up, they will go into poverty along with millions of others just like them. So here's the stakes in the ground. If you're in Social Security right now, nothing changes. If you're near Social Security, nothing changes. If you're low income, middle income, nothing changes. If you're one of the people that have gained $27 trillion in the last 20 years, we're going to have a conversation. And then with the young people, we're going to open the door finally, finally. And so that you can put your money into a market, into the market, whereby you're going to get much better, higher returns over the course of your life uh, that you're working. So that when you do retire, you're going to have a nice, uh, uh, you know, retirement there for you. And we got to get Social Security back to what it was meant for. It was to make sure that people didn't go into poverty. It wasn't for all these scale of things that these bureaucrat, bureaucrats and politicians have added in, and they're the ones that's causing the problem. So that's that's on Social Security. And then on Medicare, we, we pay out three times more to uh, doctors that serve Medicare than we do private practice. And so that's just asinine. And uh, we've got all of these extra regulations. We have all this bureaucracy. So we need more transparency. We need um, more competition. We also need to have health savings accounts for every single American. And uh, we need to have to make sure that uh, we really open up a ton of different uh, ways for us to compete so that we can start to bring this down. But I, you know, I've talked to dozens of doctors and they'll all tell you say look you just got to get rid of the slew of regulations that's all the fees that's forbidden me and making me do all these extra tests uh that we don't need to do so there's a cleanup process that we have to get uh, done on medicare and those those that's how we can start to balance the budget and we can balance the budgets in 10 years it is doable there is a plan out there and it's a it's a lot of dot in the i's and cross the t's right now but i just want your listeners to know that there's a, a great opportunity for us to get that um budget balanced in the next 10 years nice yeah, nobody's talking about that. That's the right. one thing no one's talking about um, is the is the budget. We get we got to get. I mean, our debt level. Uh, I don't care how much tax revenue the government raises. We, we, you know, it's the same thing in any household. I don't care how much you make. It's the debt load. I always say, Bob. We always talk about this. When we're talking about trade. I'd rather be a plumber making a hundred grand a year with zero debt than a doctor making a million a year with five million in debt. So you're you're in a better position there. But one thing um, that a lot of Americans, a lot of patriots are very concerned about are the J6ers. Now, we can sit here and we can throw stones at Russia and go, oh, my God, a political prisoner was killed in prison or died in prison under suspicious circumstances. Hey, you know, it's tragic. Um, but I don't think the current government's in any position to be casting stones, certainly at Russia, when we just had a former president told he can't conduct business in the state of New York for three years, when an attorney general in New York runs on the sole platform of I'm going to get this guy, not yeah. not I'm going to try to reduce crime in New York, not we're going to try to reform bail and make sure repeat offenders aren't getting out or you know, release on recognizance that if you violate the terms and conditions of your bond, you're going to stay in jail. No, I'm going to target this one individual I'm going to find something to charge him with. She couldn't even charge him criminally. She charged him civilly because she couldn't find any crime yeah. to charge him with. But just that fact that we conduct this lawfare here in the United States, that we have political prisoners, we're not in any position to be going, oh, Russia, look what Russia does. There are plenty in the world, plenty here at home can point fingers at our government and go, look what we do. What do you want to do and what to see for the J6ers, the nonviolent people yeah. who did nothing other than enter the Capitol? Now, look, let me preface that. And maybe I differ from some conservatives. Some conservatives go, you know, amnesty, uh, pardons for all. I don't know if I would go that far. I think if you went there, if you fought a cop, if you committed a crime, 
I think commensurate with any other prosecution would be fine. Now, granted, the other day, a couple of climate activists dumped uh, powder over the U.S. Constitution. I would fully expect them to be prosecuted. I'd fully expect anyone who went to the Capitol, who broke a window, who stole something, be prosecuted the same way. I'm talking about the people that went there that entered the building for no other reason than to have their voice heard, did not commit a crime inside. Do you support pardons for those people? I do. I, I absolutely. You know, and uh, so that's an easy answer. But you made, you made another comment about uh, how we throw stones so quickly. The national security state, the CIA, think about all of the harm we do throughout the world where we control elections, we influence the elections, we we uh, end up uh, killing people. You know, we threw a uh, threw a coup in uh, Ukraine in 2014. I mean, the the influence that uh, we have, we're you know, we start throwing stones all over the world. You know, we're we're not very clean. Yeah. So um, I mean, that's that's just the truth of the matter. Is that you know, but all these J Sixers that were just there. I mean, we had a guy here that ran for governor and, you know, he didn't do any damage. He was just there and uh, he did walk up up the steps. But so, you know, so what? But now he's serving time. It's ins it's insanity that we're living right now. Um, and so, you know, we do have laws. We are a country of laws and rules. And certainly we want to follow them and we want to make sure that uh, criminals and bad guys are put behind bars. And you make me think of something else. Who's not being put behind bars right now? And why is crime out of control? It's because we're not putting people behind bars. From 92 to 2014, we had a 50% reduction in violent crime in this country. At the same time, we had a 50% increase in guns per capita. So the issue that the reason why we're having all these issues today is because we got lax on putting bad guys behind bars. You, got, you have to serve the time. You do something wrong, that's what happens here. And when you do that, then, you know, communities get safer and states get safer and cities get safer. And that's what we're that's what we're supposed to do. And, and you know, looking at a, a state like New York, a city like New York, where we see these horrific videos of illegal immigrants, people who don't even have a right to be here, beating up cops and then getting out of jail and flipping off the media and the highest law enforcement official in the state. Her number one concern is suing Donald Trump when there's no right. victim. This is a guy who took out loans, repaid the loans with interest. Banks were happy. So, so a judgment, let me, I'm, I'm a lawyer and I, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, a judgment of 373 million is handed down, but there's no victim and there's no aggrieved party. There's no restitution. Who gets the money? I was, my wife and I were just talking about that last night. Are they going to divide the money up? Are they going to find a way to take Trump's money and put it in their own pocket? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, look how what just happened down in Georgia. I mean, they're paying a guy that didn't have the right experience thousands and thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it uh, turns out, you know, they're uh, each, each other's uh, sugar daddy. <laughs> so it's insane what we're living through. So, yeah, I think there is a there is some something to be watched there. Let's just hope. Let's just hope that this comes through. Obviously, he's going to take it to a different court, and this gets thrown out. That would be the best. All these cases need to be you know, thrown out. But um, you know, and maybe, and maybe we just got to hold out and uh, hope for that. I think so. Um, well, you know, Michael, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Please let yeah. people know where they can follow you on social media, and most importantly, how they can support your campaign and donate, because we all know it takes a lot of money to win a Senate seat. It does. 
Yeah, it does. Thank you so much for that. So it's Hoover. It's H-O-O-V for victory. E-R-F-O-R Senate.com. It takes a Hoover to clean up D.C. <laughs> so then we're on uh, True Social. Uh, we are on uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And then we it's our website, too. It's all the same. Hoover for Senate. We made it really simple. And then there's opportunities for them to donate uh, through the website. And if they want to uh, connect, they want to help us out. And there's a place for them to say, hey, want to volunteer. We want to make phone calls for you. We want to send out emails. Uh, we want, we're in Michigan. We want to go you know, work on the ground. Today, for example, Trump's here. We got a tent. We got volunteers out there working. And um, so, and I'll be with Trump later today. Hopefully I'll get to meet him, but uh, I'll, I'm a VIP, so that there's an opportunity for us to happen. So uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. I just Our pleasure. You. What's that? I just followed him on Twitter. Oh, good. Michael Hoover, thank you so much for joining us, guys. Support him. Check him out. And uh, let's get guys like him elected. Yeah, nice. Thanks a lot. Man, um, I like what he's got to say. I, I really do. I, and uh, I wish him a lot of luck. I know it's such an uphill battle. That's the problem, especially when you're not an establishment guy. And that's yeah. the culture of this country that's got to change. Um, but I'm telling you, you know, as we close the show today, um, one of the things that we got to change is the way that we've weaponized uh, the justice system. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. put out something on Twitter yesterday that was really poignant. I thought about it. He said, you know, justice in this country, and I'm paraphrasing, justice in this country is really nowadays dependent on location and politics. So Donald Trump, orange man bad, could be prosecuted, convicted, tarred and feathered, thrown down the well in any blue jurisdiction. If the jurisdiction is blue enough, Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, Donald Trump could be prosecuted just for being Donald Trump. They could pass tomorrow. They could say the orange man bad law. Donald Trump yep. is, a, is a bad guy and we're going to prosecute him. They could do it and they could get a conviction. Um, but they got to realize that the pendulum could go back the other way. I bet you could take the reddest state, the reddest city, the reddest town and, you know, take like West Virginia that, you know, Trump won by like 42 points and you could prosecute a liberal for anything. So the, the people got to remember, I, I see a lot of people taking victory laps like right now, like, oh, Trump got hit with this, you know, $83 million judgment for E. Jean Carroll and got hit with this uh, seven, $373 million judgment. Uh, that's going to eventually I think it's going to be paid to the state of New York because the state of New York is the entity that brought the lawsuit. They probably put it in some fund or something. I don't know what they do with it, but over $400 million in judgments. He's got 91 in uh, 91 counts against him. And I see the liberals taking a victory lap, celebrating it. Laugh now. I warn you laugh now mm -hmm. because that pendulum can come back the other way. And imagine a couple of years from now, you have the loudest, brashest cowboy hat wearing, got the big, gun on his hip running for attorney general of texas on the platform of i'm going to target liberals and you're going to have people that are sick and tired of watching this happen on the left now on the right going let's get some payback so this is very dangerous territory where it's a very slippery slope and you can laugh now but i assure you you're going to be crying later when that pendulum comes back the other way and uh, what i was saying i, I want to get back to a thought i was saying a, a little while ago and michael brought it up he said they want to kill trump yeah. And I, ne I never wanted to get into that. I, do I don't like going there, but I have thought about that. Ah, do you think like, is there going to be a, an attempt on his life? I, I think like they've done everything else to him. That's like the last remaining thing to do. Yeah. I mean, they, they can't let him in, in office, but uh, I had a thought on the, uh, the New York and the Georgia case. I think he's going to appeal it and he's going to win, but they really need to go after the DA and the judge's uh, bar. They, they need to disbar him. It's unbelievable what these idiots are getting uh, away with 
Very well, I just I just think it's it's terrifying to me as an American yeah. that the sole platform position of, of someone running for attorney general is I'm going to target and get this particular American citizen. Yeah, That's why I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're gonna get Trump. And the people of New York voted for that and yeah. wanted to see that and are happy. And I'll tell you, you know, guys. That pendulum is going to come back one way or the other, and you're going to have some you know, Yosemite Sam candidate in you know 2028 who's going to run like I'm getting Democrats. It's a, it's not a country I want to live in on either side. I want to see, I don't want to see revenge necessarily. I want to see justice. I want to see people that have committed wrongs. I want to see people that have abused their positions held to account. But I certainly don't want to see it go the other way because that's just as dangerous. We don't want to. We want to live in a, a nation of laws. We want to live in a in a nation where. A, a government official is not going to run on the platform of I'm going to target one particular person when my state, the cities in my state are in shambles and need good, solid law enforcement. So yeah. that's what's terrifying to me. Um, so all you liberals that think that this is fun, wait till it happens. Wait till it happens to you, because, you know, we can only go so far for so long before the momentum is going to shift. And it's shifting in this country. I do do believe slower than I'd like to see. But certainly the pendulum is shifting. Guys, with that, thank you. Please support Michael Hoover. Please head up to Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob and Eric. Everything you give helps the show continue to come to you every Saturday. Uh, our two big sponsors, Patriot Propaganda Apparel, patriotpropagandaapparel.com, Eric 10, promo code for big savings and discounts. And, of course, BeardVet, beardvet.com, coffee, energy drinks, all the wonderful things you can get from them. Uh, use the Eric and Bob. That's Eric Ampersand Bob promo code. Bob, any parting words? No, I just hope they, uh, they're held accountable and they're disbarred. So. We can only pray. We shall see. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you. I don't know if we're going to be here next week. I may be gone, uh, if not next week, the following week. See you. God bless. I keep America. You keep America. We'll keep America great. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.